0: All right, welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast, Single Track Session Number One Hundred and Four, with uh, Eric Manning here and Joel Hatch. We are going to catch you up on a busy week in Europe, as well as some upcoming stuff here, and just a few more tidbits of information. So, uh, Joel, what do you say we start with uh, crust th- in Europe? No one, cr- no one corrected us or sent. Yeah, so I'm going to keep saying that because it sounds right. fancy. Because I don't know, it's fancy. Uh, but it is September. It is. It's crazy. September, temps are dropping. Yes. A little bit. And flowers, well, see, leaves are changing because it's been so dry.
1: It's really amazing how pretty it is up there yeah. right now. It's going to be. But it just doesn't feel right.
0: And I think it's not going to look as pretty in like the next like four weeks, five yeah, weeks. Yeah, right. Where it's going to be like down, yeah. dead, whatever. But yeah, September. Hope everybody had a great Labor Day. Um, we're going to jump right into it, and uh, the first thing I want to do is make an apology to uh, Killian, uh, personally, <laughs> because as you know, Joel and I nicknamed him the Hornet Yeah. Um, <laughs> last year at yeah. some point, and uh, yeah, Did so... we jinx him? I think so, but th- you know what's crazy is I feel like I'm closer to him than ever right now. Gotcha. Because no friggin' joke, I got stung by a wasp on Thursday. Did ya? Same time frame he did almost. Oh. Right, Their race started Friday. They did. Okay. So I got stung Thursday.
1: So, yeah.
0: And it hurt like a son of a bee.
1: Right, and right in the, the old foot, huh?
0: I, I got stung on the elbow. Ooh, yeah. Owie. My entire, like, I was okay and I did my run because it was right when I started my run. Right. Like, son of a gun. And so the whole run was kind of itchy and not yeah. feeling good. Rest of the day, I was okay. I woke up the next morning and I looked like Popeye.
1: Did you? My nice. forearm
0: was so swollen, it scared me because I haven't been bit like that. I'm right. like, oh no, this is not good. And then when I read Killian, I'm right. like, dude, we are like blood brothers. Yeah, you are. Of course Sting brothers. brothers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll apologize to him because as you heard, he got stung yes. by a bee. So mine was a wasp because I saw mine, but on the foot. Right. And. I guess really you think about it because I saw uh, Jim Skaggs get stung by a bee two days ago at his beehive. Right. And it's no big deal. Yeah. But I guess if you have allergies to them or reactions. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, we hope we didn't uh, part of that that jinxing thing. So, uh, yeah, because we picked Killian to win. He Um, was
1: really close to validating our taper up theory.
0: Oh, yeah, he totally was, yes. crushing it the week before.
1: Yeah, he, he we almost had that data point that we needed.
0: So it could have been maybe not a bee, but like a competitor's drone that stung him. There to you go. Kind come. of like shoot down our taper up uh, movement, right? so to say. Um, then did you see also Alex Nichols? Uh, did he fall? Yeah, they had the video of it, and it showed where he actually got fell. Got trampled. Yeah. Yeah, running of the bulls. Yeah. 20, 20 meters in, he got taken down in the sprint part because right. you have to, on the road, Pretty and much his hip and knee. Yeah. So that's, man, we say it all the time, but realistically, anything can happen Right. at these events, and I think everybody that followed the race, the amount of DNFs, and who they were, and how late some of them were right. in the game, holy cow. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter on social media talking about, oh, you know, this the person that did first, second, or third, or this, you know, they weren't, the, it doesn't matter how good you are, it's just, no. it's 100 and plus miles.
1: Yeah, 105 keep,
0: miles, 30,000 feet of climbing. You keep it together, you deserve it. That's right. You know, I mean, because on the women's side, I mean, just li, li, listen to the drops here. Um, and I mean, We're talking UTMB. UTMB right, right now. So you got Magda, she yep. dropped. She got hurt. Yeah, Carolyn Chavarro. Claire Gallagher, Sarah Keys, <laughs> Eliza Lapierre, Sally McRae, Amy Sproston, Stephanie Violet—that's just to name a few yeah. of the big names. Those those are all easily podium people. Yeah, like every, all day, all you know, every day. Um, so, uh, as we know, the winner was uh, Francesca Canepa from Italy, right? Um, Forty-seven years old.
1: Yeah, crushing it.
0: Solid makes me just feel really happy about that. So, so she won <clears throat> um, five minutes ahead of lady from Spain. Is, is it Uzi? I think so. I'm okay. going to go with that. It's U-X-U-E. I should have Joel pronouncing these because that sounds like better than me. And then uh, third place was uh, uh, Jocelyn Pauly from France. So Were that, they
1: all within 10 minutes of each other? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So the women
0: brought 2603 it. 26.03 to 26.15, so 12 minutes between the three yeah. uh, first first Place females.
1: They were close together all day long. Yeah.
0: Well, even I mean, the entire race was just crazy to kind of unfold, refresh. Look at this. Like, what? Right. What happened to so and so? Because now it's right. someone there. But, you know, some pretty pretty fun performances though along the way. Kat Bradley finishing eighth and yeah. twenty-seven. Uh, Casey Lichtig tenth and twenty-seven thirty-one. No, that was 31.
1: so cool to see her come in like I mean, that. A
0: couple people have had really rough go for a yeah. while. Um, so yeah, just ladies' side
1: was awesome. Claire Gallagher, her little post race oh report was awesome. When she said she shat her pants for yes, the first time, exactly. <laughs> it's like good on you for being awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I'm being truthful. Yeah, hey, I shat my pants for the first time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there. I haven't seen the pictures. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um. But yeah, great race. And then of course our local friend Tara Warren. She gutted it out. Yeah. And yeah. Got herself Sylvia a good Greer finish. too. Sylvia Greer. I didn't know she was running it. I didn't either. Yeah.
1: She's she's all sneaky. and She fly. is,
0: man. She's a beast she just crushes everything um yeah super impressive on the women's side but yeah the amount of drops and the names is something we can't predict you know and that just adds into it then on the men's side same story
1: carnage all day long
0: all day long i mean obviously it started i mean right away
1: with alice nichols 20 meters into the race 20 meters of course
0: Wamsley, tim toleson ryan sands um zach miller Course, Alberto just mentioned Killian, Mark Hammond from here. No, that one bummed me out big time. Yeah,
1: because he was like top ten. I was like, oh, here he comes, and, then,
0: yeah, and he's, you know, I was better than bummed me out. But one of the notables that I hope, I hope, I hope you were paying attention to the Manners Facebook, the Trail Manners Facebook page is Luis Alberto Hernandez. Yeah. So he dropped, but his pre-race <laughs> yeah. video was legendary. It was like top of anybody out there yep it was so amazing Joel sent it to me and I couldn't stop watching it I was was like first watching going what is going on it was i watching some soft porn here (laughs) what's going on (laughs) might as well then but it was hilarious um but yeah that's just some of the names um that dropped there's a multitude of more you know more people that still had an opportunity to be up there but you know Zach Miller and you know everybody we we just came up with and On the men's side, um, you know, I'm not going to say it it probably shouldn't be a surprise for the winner. Professor X. Yeah. You know, Javier, he had a great day. Xavier. 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 Okay. Someone said Javier at Hard Rock. Not Xavier. That seems weird. Is that what we're calling it? I think it's Xavier. All right. So he did it in uh, 2044.
1: Xavier Thevenard.
0: That was He's been studying. I I studied that one a little bit, yeah. What's what's the other one? Rosetta Stone. that's right. Yeah. Um, so that was, you know, just six weeks after Hard Rock. We right. all know the story there, but uh, congratulations there. Yeah. Um, set him up nicely. People call it redemption. I don't think it's redemption. No. He just Do- went out beast. and just did his, did, his, did his business. Yeah. Second place from Romania, Robert Hanel. There you go. And uh, third place was Jordi Gamido from Spain. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm pronouncing these wrong, but you get the picture. Right. Uh, but even the men, uh, 2044 was first. And then he had about an hour gap on second. And right. second and third was about 20 minutes apart. Um, but yeah, I mean, some other notable finishes. Timothy Olson, 28th, 25 40. So right. we picked him top 20, I think, last week.
1: I think um, it's the top 100. Did you? I, yeah. I thought it was 20. We're good on him for finishing, no. right? Yeah, because I think he had Russ batch, and he's, he gutted it out.
0: Yep, he rallied it a little bit right. at the end, too. So yeah, I mean, great performances all the way around, but. The, the amount of DNFs at this race right. were unreal, especially when you're looking at it not on percentage or numbers wise, but name wise. Yeah. Right? I mean that's just that's crazy. I mean every time I get a feed it's so and so drop like what yeah. is going
1: on? A lot of people kinda of got injured. Yeah. There sure. was I think it was kinda of rainy and slippery, so you, I can understand that. Toleson had a pretty good D on oh, his man. Leg. yeah he gutted that out as long as he could. I don't blame him. Uh and our our boy Zach was just putting it to Xavier. He was up there. They were battling hard. And what was cool is he goes, I'm going to break him. They had like 50K to go, something like that. Yeah. He goes, I'm going to try to break him. Ended up breaking himself. (sighs) That was his report. It was awesome. You need to go read it. It's on Instakitty. Um, Go read it. It's a great description of how he was racing. And uh, then uh, he... Seems like he got hurt too at the very end. That's too bad. Yeah, too, at the helicopter ride. But it's cool that he pushed, went for it, though. Yeah, well, what's that? He, he's like getting out there and saying, hey, I went for it and I failed. But at least he's admitting to it. Yeah. No, I like that. I want to know what's happened to Wamsley. I'm a little disappointed right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't. I want that. You know, I think that we kind of deserve to, to know what's happening there. What do you, like, there's nothing been said, right? Radio silence since okay. he dropped.
0: That's what I was kind of, because I asked, and I know people have yeah. been asking, and I don't did, know. did he get hurt? Yeah, did he get hurt? Is he sick? Just,
1: yeah, what, what's going on there?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what, I never saw what happened there yeah. either.
1: Um, so Inquiring yeah, minds want to know. We would like to know. Yeah. But, the, you know, at first that was such a great battle. With, with our boy, the Hornet, yep. Walmsley and uh, Zach. Yeah, because
0: they were all up there. And I kept yeah. thinking to myself in my head, I'm like, Killian's just hanging with him. Like, yeah. he's just wanting to run with somebody. did you
1: see the uh, moonwalk of Killian? I did not. Oh, dang it. So you got to go to the Solomon Running Instagram feed. Okay. And, you know, did you see where he was power walking?
0: I did see some power walking. Yeah,
1: so Walmsley just trots by, and then Killian comes behind and he power walks. Well, Jamil Curry gets a hold of that clip. And puts a little moonwalk music to it. Oh, it's no. It's really good. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I just pulled up uh, Wamsley's page, and there hasn't been a post. Yeah,
1: at zero. At
0: all, on anything. So maybe he lost his phone out there.
1: Yeah. And
0: just haven't posted. Because that's interesting. Yeah. I, mean, I hope he's okay, more oh. than anything else. Because yeah. I, I want
1: to see him come back, run North Face in November. Finish a good year. And, and crush that. And then next year, I want to see him go to Europe and train
0: kind of do the circuit type thing over there, train like everybody, yeah. like some of the others were doing.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, so he spent a month in the San Juans training. That's yeah. great training, but it sounded same. like you were sleeping in and you're getting up and going for a run. How about you get up early, go train hard, come back, maybe take a nap. Oh, do a second run in the evening, kind of like the race starts in the evening, because that's why I think it's screwing everybody up.
0: Yeah. It's that the late race start. Time. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, people no. just aren't accustomed to it.
0: Well, that's. I mean, we'll. I'll say it again. I mean, just that. Even that little small one we did with turtle started yeah. at noon. That was hard to get like up and into it. Right. Exactly. We're, we run at five or right. even seven, I say at the latest. So getting a noon start, you're kind of your clock's different. It your really thinking's is. Thinking's different and then when you get out there. It feels your different. body
1: rhythms are different, yeah. right?
0: So that makes a lot of sense. So I mean, it'll be interesting because I'd like to to talk to some UTM beers. Yeah, I think he's got the
1: ability to nail that race. Oh yeah, he just needs to tweak his training a little bit.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I couldn't agree more. And yeah, I hope, like I said, I hope he's okay as well. It's just
1: everybody's yeah. come
0: out, like you said. You know, Alex has come out right. and, and uh, Claire's come out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of
1: exactly. Everybody wants and to. Zach, I want to okay. see, see him. You know, just win that outright next year. exactly I love that guy. He's he's awesome. Um,
0: but did you see? And we'll stick with UTMB and then get into the other races. Okay. There's an announcement too that UTMB is adding to their calendar.
1: Uh, like another race?
0: UTMB Grand Slam.
1: Grand Slam. So they're oh, focusing so on this. like UTMB, UTM Fuji?
0: No, they've, no, they're adding races. What? So... So the same weekend? No, they're adding races all over, like China. Um, yeah, they're so some, yeah, they're bringing some to the United States.
1: So um, what? Yep. So are they just going to uh, absorb and adopt a race here?
0: I don't know. Or is this
1: a new race?
0: I read, the, I'll put the link on our show notes, but I was reading through the link and it didn't give a ton of like, information as far as where or how, um, but it's basically saying they're setting a staging of races on each continent so runners can vie for UTMB Grand Prize. okay. That's kind of what it is. So they're coming to every continent is what they're
1: talking about. Really? Even even like the the great mystery, Antarctica?
0: I don't know. I mean, it says every continent. It it says with a teaser for another race in North American Rockies. Okay. So that kind of is, I guess, the North American...
1: Wonder how they're going to pull that off. I don't
0: know. Um, They're doing the the world's third by UTMB race will be held in April, starting in Argentinian city of something or another. Right. And uh, it's a major tourist destination. Right. Oh, and it says, and also hop-off point for Antarctica tourism. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if that's kind of their close (sighs) to Antarctica one they got, but yeah. So it's a pretty interesting read. Um, The uh, p- race in Argentina, their ambition, they want to get 700 runners in the first year.
1: Holy cow. Yeah. I'm going to say if they're going to utilize uh, existing races.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That I would mean, be my
1: guess. Yeah. It would be uh, really uh, hard to freaking throw together a brand new 100 miler.
0: Yeah, it just as a teaser for an upcoming by UTMV, it's a like quote by right. UTMV event in North America was released. Apparently, it will be held somewhere in the Rocky Mountains and soon. Is this for 2019? Soon. It says, and soon is all it says. Huh. The final aim of the global strategy for UTMB International is to hold a race on each continent with elite runners vying to compete for a Grand Slam.
1: Hmm. Do you think the uh, Yore would be... One that they can absorb? 100? You already I 100?
0: I don't know. I mean, they ha- it almost fits their like profile, they have- right? they'd have to get some. I don't know if it'd be Canada, maybe. Oh, man. That would be scary. And you hard. know, something up in Canada. Lots of bears. Um, but they said the strategy is to hold five, quote, by UTMB, unquote, races right. in Asia, up to five in Europe and North mm-hmm. America each, three to four in South America, two or three in Africa and Australia, and one or two in the Middle East. Wow. So big ambitions hmm. um,
1: yeah your A100 god I hope it's not Leadville that would be terrible oh that wouldn't be their
0: profile like run rabbit said, run though.
1: maybe I don't know I don't know. I don't think it's mountainous.
0: They, they, like you mentioned though, they'd almost have to absorb a race. Oh, I don't know how man. they could come over and, and say, hey, we want to bring. Because I mean, if they're looking at gosh, like these types of numbers, where right. you can't do it. High anymore. lonesome, maybe. I don't know if you could do that in Uray with those tar- larger numbers though, because you're going to want numbers. Yeah, right? oh yeah,
1: that's their whole game, right? So I don't big know if numbers, get great into the, start finish, but you know, gosh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm going Figo? for Canada.
0: They're going to do it in Canada. That's my guess.
1: Where out of? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the whole Canadian scene very well. I
0: don't either, but I know that there's not a lot of room here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. I to think where else and they, they could do it. And
0: I think permit-wise, it's I don't know, maybe Canada will give yeah. them something. I don't
1: know. Maybe they've been working on this for a couple of years, and they got everything dialed in. Super secret. Yeah. It's super under the radar. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing
0: what they got to offer. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Because you, maybe you could do a by UTMB race without going to Europe.
1: For those no, I, I was telling my wife, I was like, I really want to go over there and do one of these races, yeah. you know? Yeah, this is the... You know, CCC, TDS, the OCC, the MC Hammer. The MC you know, Hammer. Whatever. The P-
0: PDYZ, the yeah, XOXO. The only the I the XOXO, the hugs <laughs> and kisses race. Right. Um, so, yeah, speaking of, we'll do the CCC coming up next. Um, CCC was this weekend... Um, it's 101k, right? With uh, 20,000 feet oh, of elevation shit. is all. Um, so it's it's smaller, yes. right? Um, this year, uh, and we'll talk on this. China's been making the waves, yeah. man. Uh, meow, yow, that's good. <laughs> Um, Did you just make that up? No, that's her name.
1: That was awesome. She's the race
0: winner, and she finished 11th overall. Yeah. 11.57.
1: She was running fast.
0: She was running really fast. Uh, Katie Scheid from U.S. was second, 12.28, and Ida Nilsson from Sweden, right third on. in 12.41. Um, so that was on the, the women's side. The men's side, Thomas Evans. Thank you, Thomas, for having a name mm-hmm. I can pronounce. Yeah, he came in looking pretty good. From the U.K. Right. Um, he finished uh, under 11 hours. Uh, second place was Min. Key from China.
1: I think he is the boyfriend of Meow Wow. That'd be alright. I believe, yeah, they travel together. I think that's what I saw on the. What was cool, UTMB had a live feed the whole time. Yeah. And you could check in, and it was awesome. And I thought I heard the, heard the commentary. Out. Yeah. Oh, well, no, did? there was lots of stuff from the course. Like, they were almost live streaming the front runners the whole time. Man, it's like it was Tour pretty de France. cool. It was kind of yeah. like Tour de France.
0: Um, Paul Capel from uh, Sweden came in uh, third. Um, so another big race. Unfortunately, some DNFs there too. A couple names we know: Jorge Maravilla from the U.S. and Cody Reed, uh, yeah. and uh, Jared Burdick. A couple, some U.S. runners uh, didn't quite finish. Next up, we have the TDS. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Oh, okay, you yeah. No, no,
0: no, no. You're good. TDS is uh, a little bit different. Right. That's 121 k or 75 miles. Um, and that's 24,000 feet. Yes. So a little more hiking as well. Um, so Audrey Tangay from France took first over Rory Basio, um, and then Caroline Beno- Benoit. There you go. Uh, came in in 1718. So that was the top three females. Uh, Megan Kimmel from the U.S. ran that race 20 hours flat. On the men's side. Um, Wow, did you see the finish to that one? Or hear They're about all within a couple minutes. They, each like, other, right? it was like a sprint to the yeah. finish, basically. Um, the dude from Pol- uh, Russia, um, he came through the final aid, to eight k to go in first place. Right, eight k to go. His name is Dmitri, and his last name starts with an M. Yeah. And he was he was seemed like it was his race. Right, and then uh, two minutes later, Marcin from Poland came, you know, coming through. And then Dylan Bowman decided not to stop at the last aid station. Yeah. And he just kept going. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was, what was it? Let's see. I think they're uh, all
1: like a minute apart. Yeah.
0: So you had uh, Marcine that won Dylan, two, and Dimitri, three for the for the top three men. Right. And like a sweet, just a sweet finish, though. Um, craziness. Hayden Hawk's our buddy there, DNF'd. Yeah. Which looked to be a smart move. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good race there. And then we get to the OCC. Yeah, right. You know me. Right. Um, that's a 55K. Yeah. So now we're talking like 11.5. 11, yeah. So it's like. Of climbing. Yeah. It's like speed goat. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, you could kind of give it but a, a shot lower there. elevation, I yeah. think. Yeah. So you can give that a little bit of a. Um, Ruth Croft from New Zealand. She won 553. Eli Gordon from Spain. And Monica. Monica came through for the women, <laughs> <laughs> um, for the women top three, uh, Lucy Bartholomew, name we all recognize, she came in in 11th and 701, right, um, on the men's side, um, yep, guy yep. from China won. Uh Erin Gia Gia, uh, led, uh, and then Santiago Menzquita from Spain, and Kevin from France, <laughs> <laughs> took third, so another good one, and a notable on that one, Um you know, we we didn't have quite the field on that one. Not like, yet. Yeah, I bet just going forward. I think that'd be fun for people to go over just to see if they could just crush it. You know, you know what I mean?
1: Like just. I think it'd be a good vacation race. You know, yeah, what I mean? you wouldn't
0: be worked. It's
1: it's like, be, I think too too you're much, get worked, but, but it's like
0: going to the Carl's race, right? It, right. You just hang out after. Yeah, it's kind of fun.
1: And you still uh, get the the atmosphere and experience it.
0: Yep. So some big races um, in UTMB area in mm-hmm. europe um because it's a busy weekend with all those races i mean it's it, just like it,
1: what's crazy is you know 10 years ago it was you know it was important to go over there and run mm-hmm. but in the last two or three years it's like you pretty much have to go yeah
0: all all the right? quote unquote not all but a majority of the quote unquote
1: 75 percent.
0: yeah these top americans even go now more right. than ever um so yeah it's it's ridiculous um and then what other races we have we had the rut which is a big race yeah um, kind that of. that was going on this weekend um and that's kind of a fun fun scene right um, a lot of fun stuff going on there and then what do you what were you saying you got that's something
1: it. I, I don't know I just the rut's not as I mean it's a big race but not as big as it used to be
0: well and I think some of it is because of what's going on in Europe the yeah, same Yeah, for sure because there was some of those those UTMB OCC TDS runners that used to do the rut. Right. And now, but now they're not. They're over there. And I think some of it, too, was a rut used to be sponsored by Solomon. Yeah. And so a lot of their athletes would come. Now it's North Face. Yeah.
1: And, and their athletes are still over yeah. in well, at UTMB, right? You know,
0: and you can't really blame them either. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, it's a different, I mean, the rut is a gnarly butt kicker yeah. in, in its own right, you know, right. up there in the Big Sky area. But uh, UTMB, that's just, it is what it is, man. Right. Um, but we did have uh, an FKT again. It seems like every week we're talking about one. Right? Mm-hmm. We talked about the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it. The people are competing against it. Shouldn't be unsupported. It should be self-supported. So I'm going to start saying self-supported. those okay. guys are supporting themselves. Yeah. Um, but Candace Burt, um, Destination Trail, the Queen of the 200. She uh, set the FKT on the Wonderland, Wonderland Trail, um, which she'd had before. Self-supported. She uh, 95 mile route, uh, mm-hmm. 28 hours, 45 minutes. Right. So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty awesome. And, man, hats off to her with everything she's got going on because yeah. Tahoe 200s this weekend. I know.
1: Way too busy. Um,
0: yeah, and she's finished the Bigfoot, so I can't imagine. Her down t- – I don't know if she has down too much downtime because have be for these well, things. Well, I think she's got
1: – she puts on other races too, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does. She has right? smaller ones. Yeah.
0: I'm saying that because she no, does I think she's trying to – look
1: looked like she was trying to get another one up and running in Colorado too. Hmm. Oh, a
0: 200?
1: I that's what it looked like, I and think then there's we've talked about that before. There's actually. word that she's trying to get that 300 mile race in Arizona. I don't know,
0: 300 miles. Yeah, Ugh, they better have really good hotels there for yeah. on the course. Yeah, that's what you need for something like that. Um, yeah, as we as we mentioned, I mean uh, Tahoe 200 is coming up this weekend, but right, kind of our backyard, one of our original races, even though I'm not a huge fan of the course, still holds a special place in my heart for my first 100, Wasatch. Yep. Wasatch 100s this weekend, and it uh, has definitely not drawn... The names it used to, right? You know, when you'd had the Carls and the
1: well, it's hard to get know, in, in the lottery, is, right?
0: Yeah, I mean the lottery's not even bad. I just think, again, there's just so many races now,
1: right? Well, <clears> no, the focus
0: UTMB La- Western Run, Run Rock. Rabbit Run gives money. That's you know, true. So that's kind of drawn some people. But uh, I was a little surprised to see some of the names on the the start list. Yes. Um, on the men's side, um, you know, last two years we've had him on the show, Trevor Fuchs. He's yeah. won it two years in a row. Right. I want him to win the turkey. Yeah. Um, but he's going to have a little more competition this year, I think, than years yes. past. Um, Chris Price from Uray. Right. He's solid. Yeah, um, yes. Some names I'm not familiar with, but the ones that definitely stand out, Ryan Birch, he's he's kind of been around for solid. a while, kind of sneaky guy. Um, but there's a guy, Gabe Joyce, Quadzilla's in this. Yes. Yeah. um he's joseph T- joseph taylor will be interesting to see what he can do he's been training just for this race pretty right. much all year um then another name you might recognize uh andrew miller right from oregon so that's just a few yeah right i mean there's more
1: the, the front of that group is going to be going very fast yeah and
0: i think it's going to be just uh, different different this year i think it's right? whoever
1: manages the heat the best
0: yeah, because it's supposed to be what we've heard—the third hottest right in Wasatch 100 history, which is never good because nope. it's just a dry, oh man, crap heat. Especially the where you get it yeah. is just never a good thing. Um, and then on the women's side, we have some locals: Erin uh, Hill. Yep, she's going out for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather Heather Carter. Yep, right here in the North Ogden area. She's mm-hmm. in that and she's uh, primed. I think she's had an amazing training block, but not the Western and pace, so she's got kind of that. Yeah, um, those two right there are going to sneak under the radar. I'm going to say one of those two are going to podium. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Erin did so. I mean, I don't know. If it's a 55k, but she
1: she did it pretty relaxed. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know at El of Um Heather. I mean, you watch what she's been doing. Just, right. I don't know. I think I agree. I think a couple locals are going to really. You know, we've got. Some fast people. Sarah from Vermont is in this. Nicole, uh, I can't think of her last name. Kala Garopolis. something like that. Close enough. I think that's pretty good. From California. So there's some good names in here as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. But again, you know, Sarah McCloskey's running.
1: Yeah, you never can count her out. No,
0: she's just brilliant. And she knows what she's doing out there. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun, and I'll, uh, I'm excited. I get a Pace Jim Skaggs, and I say excited with kind of a half grin. Right. I only have to take him from Lambs to Brighton, which is like 22 miles. Right. Um, It'll be at nighttime, but uh, definitely a few parts there that aren't my favorite, but uh, it'll be yeah. fun. I'm excited for Jim to finish. He's had a... Yeah,
1: this will be number nine if he finishes. I
0: think it's eight.
1: Eight or nine. I think it's eight. I thought I saw him say nine this morning.
0: So, yeah, any either way, you know, it's it's good to see... He's had a rough, he had two Achilles surgeries, so Right. whatever, that's crazy. Um, so that'll be kind of fun to see what happens there. Like I said, we have the Tahoe 200. Um, what else we got going on? Um, okay, so here's my idea. I came up with this, and, right. and and I've passed this on to a few people, and I only bring it up on Trail Manners because I know there's some intelligent people out there, mm. and I'm, I'm not super intelligent. I am. I come up with good ideas. Right. But I came up with a new product. Okay. All right. The name could be, like, scent pick or pick scent, and scent is with an S, S-C-E-N-T. Okay. Because so I thought about this. So I'm running, and I thought, you know, pictures are cool. Like, I see the photos on the Trail Manor's Facebook, all these cool photos, but right. the thing that's lacking is smell.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Like, when you're in this really cool, mossy, like in Bellingham. Yeah. Crazy different smells. Right. So you need... A little thing like an iPod or one of the, like a... Like so you a, can
1: capture that that essence.
0: It's not even that. So it's going to have a, like a, think of a ink cartridge. Yeah. It's going to have a little teeny cartridge that goes in the device. Right. And it's like, say, this one's called the nature cartridge. <laughs> so when you take a photo and you send it to your friend, you can right. tag the photo. Yeah. Um, cedar. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, you know, whatever. Right. And so when they look at it, it kind of gives this little puff of yes. scent. I think so that this, would be... So that should be a new feature on our phones. It should be. And it's a little cartridge. Like, you don't have to have it. But you could send, it's like, you know, those digital, you put a USB in those little picture frames that people give for Christmas and has all the family photos. uh It could be like that. Gotcha. Because there's enough people that share photos that you'd think that'd be pretty cool. And you could even expand it to like, you know, you're cooking sugar cookies and have a sugar cookie (laughs) set come out. So you have different cartridges for different areas. So you send a photo, you know, maybe, I don't know. It's you're by a waterfall or something, or the ocean, and yeah. you got that kind of that ocean
1: scent. I think you need to take it a step farther because that that seems like the the introductory um, technology right there. Uh-huh. I think you need to go for it, where you actually have the ability to capture that particular smell. So it like sucks it in. It sucks it in, and then you can digitally reproduce that on the the user's end, and then it just wafts it out.
0: I think that works. It's How right? they do colognes? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Kind of like that, right? Yeah, I think. I think you get that 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 would be game changer, right like I think there. when you
0: go into those bathrooms and it's got that thing on the wall that every yeah. once in a while shoots the right. scent, like psh, uh-huh, but that would be it, yeah,
1: you get one of those when you open that picture up in like Bellingham, you get exactly what you're experiencing at the same time, like
0: when yeah, Jim sprays me with bear spray. you yes. take a photo of me of that, and then someone's looking at that. Oh, <laughs> bear sprays them, Right, <laughs> that would be awesome. So that's that's my thing that people need because there is a ride in Disneyland called Soaring California that does yeah. that. You're flying through California and you go through the orange groves and they'll uh-huh. and they smell oranges. Gotcha, and it's the coolest ride because scent is such a big. It's really powerful. Yeah. So that's my that's my pick. So anybody out there, you can just put me on there. Um, a small percentage of whatever you make. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I mean, you think of the house one. You could like send pictures. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Smells right. like like turkey like and turkey. gravy and right. pumpkin pie oh, and you're pumpkin there. Pumpkin pie, yeah, yeah, you're there with them, right? Yeah. I think it's just that next step. So anyway, good luck whoever uh, tackles that one. But uh, let me let me have just a small, like small, small piece, percent. yeah, small piece. But it, it's going to be the next thing. We can do it, and everybody needs to. So all right, moving on. How about some Strava last week? Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought there was an individual I thought would be there, but nope. Christian Morgan mm-hmm. mileage one hundred twenty eight point two. Yes. Runtime Dan Hawk thirty four oh one and climbing Christian Martin thirty three Oh my gosh! So oh, um, so
1: impressive. Yeah,
0: unbelievable. That's uh, that's some some business there. And let me see here. What do we got next? It's your week for Woody Footy. Oh. oh, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, because there were some... There's were one uh, or two good So ones. that Christian, I think, ran UTMB. Gotcha. I'm looking at it. Yeah, he ran UTMB. So good for him. And he must have put some in on on, on the side. Right. Um, so Woody Footy this week. Um, it's Joel's turn to pick, and we right. did uh, get our last hat out. They did claim it. But I will say there were some really good ones. Um, really good ones. Jen Haas Walker. Mm-hmm. She nailed a few for sure. Right. Um I know it was kind of cool to see uh, Annie McDonald's. Oh, man. Where they went across the, the basically, dry, the Great Salt Lake. The, the dry, dry lake bed. Yeah.
1: That's, and really mind-numbing. Yeah, until they got to
0: some other st- stuff,
1: Who I guess. They fell through, didn't they? They
0: got some know. water. They got some big-time water. Yeah. Um, the Bellingham, there's a crew from Bellingham that's been lighting it up yeah. um, with some sweet shots.
1: Our friend north of the wall had a good shot.
0: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um Hayden Hawks was a, was across mm-hmm. the pond.
1: Mike Pace had a really good one uh, up on Hidden Valley.
0: Yeah, that's popping right now. It's starting to pop right now up in there. So I want to get up there. Um, why that's why that's happening. We had it from all over Illinois. Uh, Heather Carter, who we mentioned, she did Indian and mm-hmm. same thing, just right. super popping. Um, funny one though was uh, Jeff Hart laying down eating some berries off the side of the trail. Right um and uh I'm
1: sure this tasted good but Heather it,
0: Bluth, that Pack Saddle Lake was doing some rope swing yes. which i thought was kind of like celebratory uh, but you got the winner this week so who who's our or who's our winner Chandler Gagné. Chandler from Bellingham yes um his was a sweet shot there's no doubt about it um and i've had the fortune to run with Chandler right uh when i went up there to to run a little bit super awesome guys from Texas kind of right. Scenery overload for him now right. up in the the Bellingham area. So Chandler, go ahead and send me your mailing address, Manners at TrailManners dot com, and we will go ahead and get that out for you. There's just a lot of good ones again this week. Um, there's a fun one from uh, Stacy LeBlanc from Alberta with all their feet over. Right, they were up
1: somewhere like yeah. up up.
0: Um, there's so yeah. that
1: one from Vermont. No Vermont, New Hampshire,
0: New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Um, I can't remember the guy's name that to took it, but that was outstanding.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one that one was now.
1: Uh, Mount Washington.
0: The Pemi Loop, that Uh, one? That was Chad Smith, the Pemmy Loop uh, from New Hampshire.
1: Might have been Chad.
0: He's sent in some good ones pretty much. Yeah, he's already
1: won, so that's why I couldn't pick him.
0: Yeah, he's he's been doing it all year. Um, Travis Hutchinson had a good one um, running through the rut. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a woody footy for this week, and that, again, we need to thank sign garage on 25th street for taking care of us on that. We still got a, probably about, I'm going to say about 10 to 12 left Okay, um, with that's just a rough count um, on the hats to go. So make sure you send me your information and we'll get that stuff right out to you. Um, we did have one ask trail manners question, which is a good one. All right. Um, and then we'd have our closing quote. So right. here's the question this week. So listen carefully because um, this could apply to many people out there. And that's why I love this part of the, the show. Ask Manners, I will be pacing this weekend at Wasatch, and I have never met my runner before. They are from out of town and needed help. Any tips? Question mark. Also, if I'm picking them up at a certain location and they give me an estimated time, how much earlier or later should I arrive there to get them? Since I don't know them personally, I am nervous on how hard to push them when things get bad. They have a sub-30 goal. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast and all you do for the community. So there's like a few parts to that one. Yeah. That's First of all, thank you. Um, but I'll, we'll start with uh, terrifying. Let's start with like, uh, an, I think, an easy one. Right. Out I all the stuff there. They're picking them up at a certain location. So I know I'm, I have to be at Lamb's right, right. to pick up Jim. And I think it's like six o'clock off the yeah. top of my head. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. So if it's 6 p.m. and I need to pick him up at Lamb's, I'm going to be there by five. Maybe 4.30. They,
1: they, but they might not let you in. Right? No, There's be, new rules.
0: Yeah, I'll be at the parking lot below. Right. right? So Ready I won't to go. be at the aid station. Right. So where I need to... I'll, I usually like to show up at least an hour before they think they're going to be there. Right. But also what you can do, and it's not like always accurate, but kind of pay attention to their times. The tracking. Um, if you can. Right. Um, because I, if I can't see tracking, first of all, I would never show up late. Right. Because... You, you got some
1: hustle to the next day yeah. station and try to catch them yeah. so if I, you can. I, I think oh.
0: being there a little early is always best advice because yep. everybody especially like I'm picking Jim up uh like at the tw- you know, twelve hour mark, so to right. say. Well that's like a fifty miler. Yeah. So sometimes things go better than they expected. Now, Jim's a very seasoned 100-mile runner, so I don't expect him to go too fast.
1: No, not not, not on this one.
0: But I know my runner. So right. But I always show up early. I don't care who it is. I'm like, hey, if, if you tell me to be there at 6, I'm going to at least be there by 5.
1: Yeah. Just to be safe. safe.
0: And you know what? You, while you're there, you can always help somebody else.
1: Exactly. That's the, the that's the best thing. You know, There's,
0: Somebody's going to need help. Yeah, always. It's because, I mean, you're looking at this situation. So, so lamb's
1: going to be <sighs> carnage. <sighs> carnage
0: yeah. Coming from Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's one thing about picking them up. Uh, the next one, cause the last one's kind of vague, any tips. So the next one would be, you don't know them. How hard do you push them when things go bad and their goal is a sub 30? I don't know, man. Well, hopefully you've had some dialogue yeah. with them Lots before the race to even ask that question. Right. Right. Because if that's their ultimate goal to go sub 30 and you're close, you got to push them. You, know, yeah. it, but <laughs> you might never that, see him again, right? Yeah, yeah who cares? But <laughs> no. saying that, you got to pay attention to injuries.
1: Yeah, you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to hurt
0: your runner. Right. And that's why it's always good or if you don't yourself. know them to have that dialogue right. beforehand. Exactly. Because I've done it before. You I've, you've got to
1: talk to him while you're running a lot. Yeah. And Say, they, hey, how you doing? Do you want to be pushed? And then you're kind of gauging that response, their body language, be like, He says he doesn't want to, but he looks like he can go a little faster. Then you just nudge him a little bit.
0: And encourage them in aid stations. Yes. You don't need to be a ding-dong, but get them out. Yeah. And encourage, hey, we should get going now. Talk to him before. Yeah. But, yeah, knowing beforehand, I think, is the big key. So far as that one goes, you know... (laughs) It's hard when you don't know your runner how to push them because everybody's different. You don't want to make them cry if they're soft. Right. You know, but you don't want to be too soft if they're just this grizzled. Right. Badass. Then um, as far as any tips go, I think Joel kind of nailed it. You just got to just talk the whole time as much as you can. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying tell them a bedtime story, no, but, you know, know check up in on them, um, you know, as far as nutrition, hydration. Yeah. Um, stops, aid stations, all that stuff. Right. Cause, you know we've all paced a lot of us have even paced our friends that we know and we run with all the time and things change on the course oh yeah they've got goals they want this but out on the course sometimes it's
1: it just goes to hell you're
0: winging it and you then
1: just just <laughs> got to finish mode. at that point <laughs> yeah.
0: so that's a that's a tough one i think that's always hard when you're helping and you're doing a great thing so hats off to you yeah. um, when someone's coming from out of town kind of needing help but it's a little tricky and hopefully you've had that dialogue beforehand and just be honest with them and right. let them know what kind of runner you are you know and just find out what their expectations are i think still i think we brought this up on before have a safe word
1: yeah you know the the they, scrap,
0: can, <laughs> they can they can chuck out their wet kitty yeah. something they can chuck out there just in case the plans like this means we're going off 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 well, yeah, plan exactly right cuz uh, survival mode yeah <laughs> sorry man we're on survival mode um, but I think that's great. I think those are probably the best we have. If there's any other tips out there, people are more than welcome to chime in. But again, we're by the time this launches, you're a day away. Right. Um, so I hope that helps. Thanks for the question. We always appreciate those because I think a lot of times they do help other people as well um, that are listening, and it also keeps our minds minds sharp um, to be thinking ahead. So. I think that's all I got um, for this week. I know there's a lot going on this weekend. We're in September. Some big races still coming up. Right. Um, I have been asked again, um, so I don't know if it's like just listening. Because um, I know the big thing out there right now uh, for stuff like we're doing is Patreon. And the answer to the question again is no, we do not do Patreon. Um, there's a few reasons why. But if you are interested in helping out in any way, we do have a donate button. Yeah. Um, we do have a, a you know an individual that has a monthly recurring um, you can set that up. I
1: think I set that up a couple of years ago. Yeah, five <laughs> bucks a month, man. <laughs> it keeps going. It pays for. you know, it helps. It pays for like website hosting and yeah. stuff like that. So uh,
0: if if you do have that question or anything, we not, unfortunately we don't have Patreon. No, um, not right, any button. Yeah, right now we're not looking into it. So if you if you do want to donate, uh, we do have. Uh, I know Patrick. He's donated a few times All from right. Colorado, which, which we absolutely appreciate. So that is an option. So I, I apologize that I can't answer everybody's. Hopefully we can answer it here, which is always the best. So we do have a closing quote from Jared from New York. And I don't know if it's New York City. It just said New York. So here we go. Here is the closing quote for episode 104. And it's a good one for you runners out there that are getting ready to tackle something big this weekend. Human beings are made up of flesh and blood and a miracle fiber. I'm going to start over. Human beings are made up of flesh and blood and a miracle fiber called courage. So all you runners out there, you Wasatch 100, you Tahoe, whoever's running this weekend, just remember that. you got flesh, blood, but you got some courage. That's right. So everybody stay safe. Don't uh, get stung by anything this weekend if you're getting ready to run. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Please send your questions in for Ask Trail Manners. We love answering those, and they can be about pretty much anything. Uh, we'll, we'll decide once it comes through. But uh, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for your support. And this is Eric and Joel, and we're out.